I think I was reading, we were stuffing your resume life. here. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and um, I'm not, if I dance 19 yeah, years, uh, yeah, <laughs> for, for training. Um, oh, come on, got? girl, you know I come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and we have here your address is actually, no, I'm What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Get Rolling Show. I am your co-host, as always, Phil Blevins, and I'm joined by Ian Azzaretti. We cater our show mostly to entertainers and entrepreneurs, but we believe that our content can be beneficial to anybody who has big dreams out there. Right now, you are listening to the podcast, but if you ever want to watch the podcast and see our beautiful faces, we post the podcast every week on our YouTube channel. In those YouTube videos, we also include weekly updates for the show and weekly industry news. We're also constantly posting on our social media platform, so make sure you follow us just about anywhere at Get Rolling Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today's guest is a very talented dancer, actor, photographer, pretty much everything. She does it all. <laughs> That's right, it's another one of those guests where the resume is just too long to explain and the intro is just not going to do her justice. She was born and raised in Australia where she started her professional career at the young age of 13, acting in the very famous musical Billy Elliot with the original Australian cast. While she was still finishing school, she had the pleasure of acting in numerous TV shows among some of Australia's biggest names like Margot Robbie. A few short years ago, she moved to the Big Apple where she is currently making big moves, ladies and gentlemen. In New York City, she is highly involved in the world of of musical theater and dance and has since started her own photography business here to share with us a little bit about her story and how she manages to do all of these amazing things please welcome today's very talented guest katie mollison in three two one we are live katie welcome to the show how are you doing today i'm good i'm good it's a little rainy in new york city but we're doing okay <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, it's a little rainy here too. I'm not I'm not far away from here. Ian, I really, by the way, just want to point out Ian's background here for anyone who's watching us here. Check this. He's putting a green screen to use here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Katie, we are so impressed with your Pumpkins, resume. <laughs> the pumpkin blaze. So yeah. Bad. I was trying to go. I couldn't go. I'm a little bit up. Is that near the city, by the way? I believe I think it was. Yeah. Cousin Valley, right? I'm pretty like, sure it's hot. Um, yeah, that's where it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wish. Yeah. I want. I tried. So <laughs> yeah. You should sure. at some point. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm glad that one I went. <laughs> yeah, one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> but wild. Um, yeah, Katie, we are blown away by your your resume here. If if it even is a resume, basically your your life in general. Um, I wanna first kind of dive into you said you, you moved here from Australia. To New York yeah. City five years ago, but I want to dive in before that. Um, okay. What was your your past like? I understand you're like a trained dancer, photographer, what actress as well, like all of these amazing oh, things. Yeah, yeah. How um, does everything come and get started? Um, well, my mom was a gymnast, and so she was very like mm -hmm. set on getting me into something of the stylish oddest things and so we did gymnastics and dancing as like what happened when she was a kid she did gymnastics and dancing and then picked gymnastics I went the other route and picked dancing and so I just kept dancing and then at 13 I booked Billy Elliot the musical which is the same mm -hmm. Broadway company it's just in Australia so it's like the wow. same team directors choreographers all that 
So I did that for a little bit, which was really, really cool. Um, and then I went on to doing like a lot of like TV and film things. I was doing a lot of um, work on a TV show called Neighbours, which is where Margot Robbie, that was like her first Australian soap yeah. opera. Um, wow. It's kind awesome. of like that Australian's version of like the bold and the beautiful. Okay. <laughs> but, um, I'm, I'm Margot so Robbie bad. was on it when I was on it. So that was really cool. <laughs> um, that's why I'm like, yeah, I worked with Margot Robbie. Like, you guys are tight, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're like best friends. <laughs> she'll be here next week actually but yeah I did that but in Australia like a lot of like the Broadway um, despite how like successful the shows are they will only really run for like a year at most so there wasn't just like a lot of opportunities as well as like all the shows usually like the ensemble and the cast are the same exact same ensemble in every single cast of the shows mm-hmm. um, so it's like a very very small niche so I like studied dance. Uh, I did full-time dance for two years in Australia. And then I got accepted to a college in New York and did that for about like 16 months and got like a visa off of that. And then mm-hmm. worked really hard, worked in the city for a year and got my performance visa. And I was using that for like two years. And then just recently last year in August, I got my green card which is really, really cool. Yes, we can stay in the <laughs> now and not get kicked out <laughs> as easily, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I've just been working dancing. Last year, I did a mm. massive benefit concert, which was performed at the Gershwin stage. And I was like the lead dancer in Jason Spock's piece, who at the time was the associate for Kiss Me Kate. Wow. Um, and yeah, and we yeah. did, it was like, a whole dance group most people were like on Broadway or like in the industry and it, we had like a singer Jelani Remy who uh, starred as Simba on Lion King and is now in Ain't Too Proud and so that was really cool and Kelly O'Hara hosted it it was like a cool night there was a lot of really inspirational awesome things and we raised wow. a lot of money for a good cause that I really am passionate about and it was just a great experience to dance on like a Broadway stage and all that and now mm-hmm. you know living our life in New York <laughs> during this time. Wow. I'm always impressed when, when people are able to not only come to the country and like make that transition success, successfully and like, you know, like smoothly, but then completely kick butt once they get here and they're just all over the place. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and you have a photography company on the side on top of all of this that you're doing how first of all how do you manage all of that and, <laughs> and tell us a little bit about um camera shoots right yeah um so it's camera shoots.nyc camera with a k on instagram if you want to follow us but uh i went to school for film and videography and so like i had a nice camera that I brought along but I didn't really like do anything with I was like it's cool like it's there and I like teamed up with a teacher for like reels for dances so I was creating some reels but it wasn't very like steady and then one time the teacher was like hey like I need to do a photo shoot for this massive dance brand I need photos quickly and I was like I don't really do photography and she's Mm -hmm. like no like just try and I was like okay, how about I, I'll just do it for free. So then like, if it's bad, like no bad blood, like we're good. And I did it and I was like, oh, actually like these photos are pretty good. Like I have a decent eye. And then I think that following night I was, I do ever get those moments where you're on your phone and you're like looking through photos being like, I really want to post something on Instagram, but like I literally have nothing on my feed that like Mm -hmm. is worthy of posting right now. 
And I was like drinking my glasses of wine. Yes, glasses, because we enjoy it more. <laughs> and I texted my friend and I was like, this sounds really silly, but do you think people would pay for photo shoots directly just for Instagram and like social media, like marketing purposes? Because like, it's so annoying to ask your friend being like, can you take a photo? And then like 30 photos later, you're like, I just don't really like any of these, but like, yeah. thanks for your time. Right. And my friend was like, actually, I think that could take off. And I was like, maybe. And so I like tested it out and like people were interested. And a lot of these days, like the talent agencies and agencies are like, you need to pump up your Instagram because unfortunately these days, a lot of casting agents are going straight to your Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have content or you're not posting regularly, it's smart it, though, yeah. It's it's kind of sad that that's where our life is heading in like a social mm-hmm. media like direction. But I mean, I created this market that I didn't really see anything of, and I was charging like a lot less because a photo shoot for like dancers is ranges between like six to nine hundred dollars. Wow. And oh. I just don't have that money to like have a cute Instagram post for that. So I like. Yeah created like a much much affordable much more affordable niche and it kind of kicked off but it was only just happening as the pandemic hit us and so we were like struggling (laughs) so I really um I introduced like FaceTime photo shoots which was really cool so we were doing that and then yeah now we're booming I guess people are just trying to be creative and I'm happy to give them that (laughs) For sure. So what's what's the difference um, between so this specializes in like Instagram social media, right? Yeah. Like, forgive my ignorance here, but what is the major difference between a Instagram photo shoot as compared to a photo shoot, right? Because in in my head canon here, it would it would make sense that anyone would be able to you know post any picture of said shoot they were in to Instagram. So what makes it different? Yeah, I mean, I think the difference really is the price as well. Mm-hmm. Just because like I'm I range between like 100 and like maybe like sometimes under that, it depends. Um and that's really affordable and then a lot of the time like people do photo shoots, it's like a dance photo shoot and with a mix of like a headshots and I feel like they're very like boxed in and they have to be a certain way and a certain type. And I feel like with Instagram you can get really really creative of like how you're shooting or like if your lighting is like a little bit overexposed compared to being underexposed, like it's not like perfect, but it's Mm -hmm. like unique. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean like my clients do post on websites and stuff, but I I don't know, like it's just like when I, I feel like when I've ever posted a photo from like a photo shoot, I will get like double the likes than a usual cute photo just like hanging out sure sure yeah it shows like some creative effort behind it and i mean like all the photos can be used for other purposes but i feel like um i forgot what i was saying i feel that uh with social media like i i have found myself paying six hundred dollars for a photo shoot just so i can have some new content for us on instagram Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I'm yeah, sure that people are more comfortable yeah. and like they'll be themselves a little more if they know that like, oh, this is just for Instagram where it's not just like this is a photo shoot. Yeah. There's a lot of money on the line sort of thing. You know exactly. what I mean? I feel like I'm very like money conscious these days. And like if I can find the good, like the same amount, like quality for like much less then I'm much more inclined to like use that money. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than like stepping away from like a $700 photo shoot and feeling 
terrible. But I'll be quite honest, like that has happened to me. I've like mm-hmm. seen the photos and being like, I don't like any of these. Right. And I spent so much money that I don't have. True. And like, I feel like I have to post these even though I feel bad because I spent money on them. Right, sure. And also wow. like, I feel like a lot of people enjoy taking photos and doing photo shoots, but mm-hmm. like, so I would much rather have like a continuous like clients where they keep coming back as opposed to like a one and done. Got you. That's a yeah. great, that's a great point. Especially, you know, even if it's cheap and like they, they might not love the photo, it could, they could come back cause it's cheap or like, you know, vice versa that you're fun to work with. Um, so if someone hires you for a shoot, do they kind of like come to you with like a vision of like, yeah, I, I want like, this kind of photo or do you kind of help them out like hey maybe we could try this or like how does that kind of work on the creative process i think as well like my eye is very different because i of course like i studied film Mm -hmm. and like photography which is like very very different to photography which i feel like a lot of people don't quite understand like they're two completely different things um so i shoot with like a cinema cinematographic eye um, which is kind of cool. So it gives me like a new edge of like angles and things. But um, I can have people who are just like, I just want to feel confident. And I'm like, mm-hmm. let's do that. And like, I have, I take everything I've learned from doing photo shoots myself. Like when uh, I've had one photographer who contorted me in like these weird positions, she's like, lift your chin, move your eye, move your nose. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel so uncomfortable. This is not mm-hmm. cute. And then I look at the photos and I'm like Victoria's Secret model. And I'm like, I look so relaxed and that was the most painful thing I've ever (laughs) So like it's things like that so like you just Mm -hmm. know and I feel like for me as well I'm very honest with my clients like if it's an unflattering angle I'm not gonna bother taking the photo I'm gonna be like I'll be like here's what it is we need to fix this and it's like it's nothing to do with you it's like I know you want to get the best quality and I feel like a lot of photographers are like scared to be honest but like i'd rather someone tell me that this is an unflattering angle than finding out later looking at my photos and hating all of them because they're an unflattering angle agreed for sure yeah. i feel like we, we find that out every single week we're just like oh <laughs> that was put out we film like an hour episode or something and we'll be like oh man like <laughs> why do we do that or especially with like dances as well like we're very mm-hmm. critical and it's tricky when it comes to posting like dance poses, I guess, on Instagram because they basically do have to be perfect because when people are scrolling like other dances, we don't mean to, but like we can look at me like her foot's sickled, her leg isn't straight. And it's not like an intention, but it just like that happens and like mm-hmm. that happens with us too. And because it's a still image, you can definitely see all those flaws. So there's nothing worse than like getting a photo and thinking you're giving great technique and it doesn't look like great technique and I feel like a lot of the issues as well with photography is most of the time all my dancers who have gorgeous technique we have to fake we have to do incorrect technique in order to make it look like it's good technique on the camera which is mind-blowing wow oh yeah like some of the photos with kicks and jumps like they're turned in instead of turned out but it looks like they're turned out which is crazy but like it's one of those things where like only a dancer is really going to capture that and understand that that's what we need to do to fix that pose to make it look perfect wow interesting it, I, it really, I mean it blows my mind every time too and i'm like <laughs> i look at it i'm like something's wrong and i think you need to turn in for some reason and they're like no but it has to be turned down I'm like 
just try it. And then we're like, right. like, oh, that's perfect. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> my life is a lie. Oh my. <laughs> I feel like I have that. Yeah. Like every time I like shoot with a client, there's like a new thing that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So have you gotten to meet a lot of people through your photography that you wouldn't have otherwise made? Or is it kind of like you're pulling from all of these other areas of your life and like saying, hey, you want a photo shoot? Like you meet this person here, like, or a little bit of both maybe? I was very lucky in the sense that I had already like established my connections in the dance field. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of people that I knew that I could like pull to or like good people could come to me. Cause I also like, I have to recognize that there are people who move to the city to be a photographer and have to start from the very, very beginning. So I'm very thankful that I already had a niche to like kind of spread the word. Um, It's very interesting. A lot of the time, like I recently just did a massive voting shoot with over 60 people, most of them on Broadway and like principal roles, like leading people. And I, I think at least half of the people that I shot with, I had never met in person. And it's really interesting for me because I actually can't vote because I'm Australian. Um, So I was doing this voting campaign as my like, not my deed, but like my version of like, Mm -hmm. here's what I can contribute to this situation because I think it's very important. Um, But I just reached out to people. I was like, hi, like, would you like to do this thing? And then most of them were like, absolutely, I'd love to. And I, I don't know, I very much stand by shooting your shot as like lame as that <laughs> is. Cause I Pun feel intended. Like a lot of <laughs> but like, <laughs> but as like most of like my career highlights have just come from like asking for them. Wow. Asking you yeah. shall receive kind of. Yeah, thing, right. Like pretty, yeah. I mean, like, I just go with the mentality. I mean, I wish I could do this in life more, but like in the mm-hmm. business side, um, <laughs> like the worst they can do is say no. For sure. sure. It doesn't change anything. Like I shot with the ensemblists and I had reached out saying I was very interested. And of course, like I had to send my work to like see if I was like good. But that came from me emailing them. Same with the voting shoot. I posted it on my social media and people said yes. But then I reached out to a ton of people too. So like it was just asking. And I mean, like I had a ton of people who said no. And then I had a ton of people who saw it and were like, damn it. I wish I said yes. And I'm like, eh. you know it's just asking and like i respect people's time and understand that like if you're asking for something and if it's for free or not like i respect that and Mm -hmm. no is fine by me (laughs) i know it's not against me or anything yeah that That makes sense that makes sense i've been i feel like i've been living by that motto a lot more lately too and it definitely opens doors for sure i think like it's interesting i think like despite what 2020 has been i feel like it's very shaped me for the good i feel mm. like I've, i'm more more responsible with money thank god <laughs> um but i'm like more confident and like i just keep saying like i'm gonna take every day as it is and like that's what happens like i feel like three weeks ago i had absolutely no shoots for november and i was like all right that i guess i'm just not gonna shoot in november and then now my November is like basically booked up and like I was just taking it day by day and like not really like stressing or pushing it. And I think that's really important too. Like I'm really trying to choose to live in the moment, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. very hard because we're all thinking about the future and like, yes, it's really tricky because Broadway is on hiatus right now, but yeah, 
I mean, I can't be sad about that right now because like there's nothing I can physically do to change that in sense of like, I mean, of course, I'm going to wear my mask and be very safe and not go to parties. And all that <laughs> but, you know, like at the end of the day, like it's not going to change much. Like I just have to accept it. And like I've had my days where I grieve and it's like very sad, but mm-hmm. taking it day by day and just trying to find the little golden gems in them. I love that. Ian and I have talked uh, all the time about how, you know, there's a couple different types of people, like especially this year when we're most, for the most part, stuck inside, not being able to do much. Um, I know that that's being slowly lifted and we're, you know, working around it now. But, you know, two types of people, like people who are going to, you know, just sit inside, you know, not do much, watch a bunch of movies, maybe chill out, maybe uh, eat some snacks for, for six months or so. And then there's some people who are making the most of it learning new skills, finding ways to work around it. So love to hear that. We love, we love to hear that. I feel like I'm the biggest pusher whenever my friend's like, oh, I want to do this as like a side hustle. I'm like, do it, do it. I'll do Start what today. I need. <laughs> I, I'm the biggest like pusher for that. I'm like, you need to like do a side hustle right now. Like, oh. like, oh. like I'm unhappy like working in a restaurant. Then don't do it. Like work something else. Like, I think I remember at the beginning of the year, I was like, I don't want to work in a restaurant anymore. Like I'm done. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling like I will struggle more than working in a restaurant and then when restaurants opened and all my friends were like okay I guess we have to be like working in restaurants now to make money because there's nothing else to do I was like no nah, I refuse I refuse and then my friend who worked at Steps just like messaged me and was like would you be interested in working at Steps and I was like absolutely like that's so cool and like wow. uh, just taking it day by day and just, like putting it out there Awesome. And for those who don't know out there, can you explain to them what Steps is and then what you do as your, what your role is there? Yeah. So I believe, I mean, I, I know there's definitely a lot more, but to me in the musical theater business and dance, mm-hmm. there's like two massive uh, open classes, walk-in uh, studios in New York City. And that's Broadway Dance Center and Steps on Broadway. Um, and they, they have a ton of classes and you just drop in and take a class whenever you want. It's not like a studio. You don't have to pay like a registration fee. Like it's per class. And um, mm-hmm. Broadway Dance Center and Steps on Broadway now offer online Zoom classes for all those dancers who can't make it into class right now because we aren't allowed to yet. Hopefully soon, please. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we do Zoom. And a lot of people thought Zoom classes was just like someone setting up their laptop and pressing play and going. And honestly, I thought that too. And then my friend um, Jacob told me that they needed more people at Steps. And I was like, absolutely. Like, what else am I doing? I'm just sitting at home. And I remember going into the first day and realizing that the Zoom classes ran on about three to four different applications. Um, There's like an application for like titles and effects, which is really cool. There's an application to flip it so it's mirrored, so it's easier to like learn the combinations, which I think is really cool. Um, there's an application to slow down and speed up the lag so you can actually like mm. um, delay the music and the person's voice so it's more in time with real time which is really cool which blows my mind and I still don't really know how to use it but I'm getting there <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and then like the teachers have microphones and we have like the classes on TVs and so it's like very much more technical than I feel like anyone quite realizes but I think it's amazing what they're doing. I think dancers really need to keep dancing, especially now. Like that's all we have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important to maintain the instrument and the thing that we love to do. 
And so it's just such a joy and a pleasure to be able to walk into the studio and um, give that gift of dance and like be a small part of like giving that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Stepped creates a lot of content for their social medias and their teachers will have like videos and photos. And so I take the photos and the videos for the classes as well. And it's just really, really cool. And I'm very, very thankful to be a part of that. Wow. Wow. That seems, that. that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Especially yeah. since you seem obviously be getting joy and fulfillment out of something like that, you know, as compared yeah. to whatever the other alternative was working in a restaurant or whatever. Um, there's definitely something to be said about that, like a money aside, you know, yeah. that's, yeah, that's definitely something. I'm assuming you, you've been in dance for what, like 19 years, I believe. I don't if know. I'm not mistaken, I think I was reading, we were stuck on your resume life. here. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and um, I'm not, if I dance 19 yeah, we've, years, uh, yeah, no. for, for training. Um, come on, got? girl, you know I come prepared. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we have here your address is actually, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but I, I um, obviously it's taken a, it's, been a big part of your life um is is the overarching point here so dance is something that always is kind of fascinating to me because i feel like it's one of those things that definitely gets overlooked in the sense of how hard of work somebody has to put in to you know that sort of thing um which you know which happens with certain um you know whether it be sports or, or whatever the case might be so i was just curious like what dancing apart from teaching you how to dance, um, has taught you life-wise, you know? Um, Like if there are things that you pulled away from it, like, you know, sense of discipline or, you know, of elegance or things that have carried over into your personal life. Ooh, good question. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I mean, I feel like it's made me more like, I share my feelings a lot more openly. Like I'm a very open individual and I feel like being able to express everything by like via movement. Sorry. I don't know how to turn off Texas on. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I'm trying. I've like looked up everywhere. There's no <laughs> um, but like to be able to express via movement, it's like the, one of the greatest therapies I feel out there. Like even if you have like a really terrible day and the last thing you want to do is dancing, because believe it or not, and a lot of dancers won't tell you this, like there are so many times we don't want to dance. Like so many. <laughs> yeah. Right. There, there's so many times where you're like, I don't want to dance. Like I just don't want to do it. Like I, I hate it. And then like you push yourself there. And then when you're there, like it just changes everything. And like, it's such a gift to be able to, uh, express it without really like telling anyone what's going on you can just like um release it and like all those endorphins so I feel like it's definitely made me very very more like open with how I feel um it's definitely like thickened my skin the dance industry is very very strict and very tough um I am a five foot three dancer who has like a stockier build because my mom was a gymnast so I'm not the ideal rocket type so that's always been like struggling but like I love my body I love who I am and I don't know like I I just love it and I think it really has shaped me into a very strong woman today 
It's good. No, that, that's awesome. That's and beautiful. I think it's interesting yeah. that you had, there was the, right. So people would normally take these as, as polar opposites that you have to develop thick skin because of how strict the regiments can be and everything goes, but also you've been taught to be more open about yourself, which is something that I would assume a lot of people mistake for opposites, right? Thinking that it's like, okay, if you have to have this thick skin and this strict regimen and you know, this like crazy discipline, it's like, you don't have time to be open to other people. But I mm. think it's cool that it kind of push puts together those two very different, or sh you know, seemingly different uh, frames of thought. So I think that's cool that those two things have come together. Yeah, I really do think people in this industry are like the most loving, affectionate human beings I've ever met. <laughs> wow. Good. <laughs> awesome. We disagree. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm completely kidding. <laughs> Interesting. Mm, no, nah, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> Coming from someone who's never taken a dancing class once in my life, <laughs> I think you're dead wrong. <laughs> well, then you must be terrible. No, but, but it's interesting, right? Because it's like there are there's so many different, you know, things to, to do out there. Like, you know, I bring it up a lot, um, being that, you know, for a period of time I was into like mixed martial arts. And so that's another thing too, where it's like you you yeah. form like this this fam the second family and like you realize that there's so many things that carry over to just everyday life. And, you know, I say it all the time is related to guys like that, where it's like some of those people, there are the most humble people, you know, and down to earth people that you'll ever meet in your life. Um, you know, and it's like, same thing with, with dance, you were saying there's some of the most caring and loving people you've ever met. And you know, that it teaches you these very important life skills beyond just the art itself, but you're able to express those life skills in like a physical manifestation, right? Like when you're mm -hmm. on stage or you're dancing or whatever, but then you're able to do it in more of like, not so much of a physical manifestation, but in just every other way, you know, like all, all that thing, all, all the things that surround it. Um, so I find that to be very interesting personally. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, um, as a New Yorker, I think five years in New York can deem you a New Yorker now, right? I feel like I'm, living in a pandemic in New York City makes you a New Yorker. Pretty much, yeah. Some people have, have now gotten their New Yorker status a lot faster if they moved this year. Yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. Yeah. I'm curious, um, what is your favorite thing outside of, of work and, and everything? Is there something that you have come to love about New York City or something that you, a secret spot you like to go to or anything that you have experienced while living there that you're like, yeah, I really love doing this in New York or like it's specific to New York or anything. Um, I mean, I was saying this the other day, like I'm going back to the growing the vote campaign. We picked a random spot. None of us had ever been there. It was all the way, like all the way uptown to like 180th. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a 20 minute walk from a train station along a highway where we're like, where are Ooh. we? This is not like there was a bike pass. So like we were safe. But it was literally the middle of nowhere. And then out there, it was like this beautiful, like, pillars, white pillars, like almost like a terrace with like this beautiful view of the city. And of course, like we're in fall, it's like the trees are green and red and orange, like everything. And it's like things like that where like you get to discover new places. And then you kind of like are reminded, you're like, New York is so big and beautiful and like there's so many other places that I still don't even know exist mm -hmm. and I think that's what I love the most is like discovering new places and like 
re-falling in love with the city or just like simple moments. Like I have said this before, like even if I can't dance, like even if dance isn't an option, I want to live here. Like this is my city. I've never felt so at home before. And it's just so magical. <laughs> <laughs> She's hooked. She's hooked. She's never leaving now. No, <laughs> that's beautiful though. Sorry, America. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad to have you. <laughs> Love that. Appreciate it. Wow. We are running out of time, but I do want to ask you, what's next? I know that it's hard to predict at this kind of time. What are you working towards? I know that you, you got your camera shoots here that's your side hustle do you want that to be the main hustle one day like what are you what's next for you um I mean hopefully the dance world opens back up again mm. I'm a dancer though, so like I obviously want to be on Broadway and I want to make that debut happen sooner than later mm. um but I think the ultimate dream would be Broadway while doing photography as the main side hustle or like in between shows as I'd like to say. Mm -hmm. And then I think in the very future when like dancing isn't in the cards anymore, I'd love to like do the photos for all the Broadway marquees or like do the commercials for like the editing of that. I don't know, something in the realm that isn't the realm, but right now, yeah, I definitely just want to make it as a dancer in that career for musical theater while still doing photography on the side. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Wow. Well, Katie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Ian, anything else before we sign off? No, it was it was a lot of fun talking to you and being able to hear your story. So thank you for sharing. And I think you'll bring a lot of inspiration and entertainment to people that, that watch this. So oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was our pleasure. Well, everybody, thank you guys so much for tuning in, whether you are listening or watching. Thank you, guys. Remember, podcast episodes come out every Monday here on the Get Rolling Show. We're also posting two extra YouTube videos a week. Follow us just about anywhere at Get Rolling Show. Thank you guys so much. And Ian, say your your famous last line here. (laughs) Until next time, we'll catch you next time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the new one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 